Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Law by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are talking about, finally, probably, speaking on behalf of Alessandra, finally talking about Tenet. Yeah. <laughs> the, new, the newest Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I was really... I was going to watch this movie yeah. so long yeah, ago. Yeah, I did. I like, did. When it came out like, in theaters, because like I saw it in theaters. It, was, it wasn't a year ago. It was like, it was like six months ago. I know. Um, maybe less than that, even, actually. Probably like five, five months because I saw it here in, in really? Boston, and oh, that's right. It, it and I saw it in a very nearly empty theater. I mean, I think there was only like two other people in this massive Dolby digital theater with me, and everybody's wearing masks. Um, yeah, and luckily for you, you were still able to see movies for a time for like a very short time. Mm-hmm. Um, California never. The movie theaters never opened up. There's too many people. And I swear to God, open. like it's just like too, yeah. people will There's just if if it's available to them, they're gonna do it. That's that's the problem with Californians. It's like, oh, we can go eat outside. We're gonna do that. It's like no, 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 no. Stop. <laughs> I know. I know. I, it's 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 bad. Like they're just. <sighs> We just, we, we give into temptation over here. Yeah. Well, I, so I saw it and I was really excited to talk about it because it, it was such a sensational movie that I definitely wanted to see in a theater um, because of how intense it is. And it, it's a, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. So, you know, those are, yeah. they're, they're, they're a spectacle. They truly are. Like. Christopher Nolan makes makes some makes some very good stuff, very great, very great uh, cinema, and uh, we're we're glad we're glad he's still with us. We're we're lucky he's he's still he's still. How old is he? Is he old? No, I don't know. He's, he's not. I think he's like. <laughs> is he not fifty? He's not that old. Is he? <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> Check. Oh, you're right. There he is. Uh, <laughs> is yeah, he? he was born in 1970. He's fifty. Like. He's not even fifty. Wow. He's forty nine. He's my mom's age. It's fucking wow. hilarious. I th- for some reason I thought he was he was way older than I thought. <laughs> wow! I can't believe I guessed like so accurately what his age was. What the fuck is wrong he really with me? Did. I don't. I don't know. He really did. Um. So yeah, this movie um is all about time uh going forwards and backwards. There's like objects that go forwards and objects that go backwards in time. Um, for an inexplicable, inexplicable reason that like the future is like sending these objects through the past. Um, and it's the second time I watched it, I got more out of it than the first time. Yeah, I, I was definitely told uh, by many people, I think you included to definitely watch it twice. I didn't. 
but um but I watched it I watched it once and but with subtitles mm-hmm. like I heard subtitles yeah that is best and yeah. and I I feel like I got it. It, it I was I was confused a majority of the time but <laughs> yeah but it all it it all it all came around it came around like it's it was it was it it made sense it made sense. Um, John David Washington is the lead in this. He was the lead in Black Klansman, and he is Denzel Washington's son. So it kind of makes sense that Christopher Nolan was like, hey, dude, you want to be an espionage action star in my super crazy movie that involves all the movies I've ever made into one? (laughs) Yes, he he has shown how... um... John has definitely shown how much of a badass he can be. Yeah. And and this was this was definitely um a badass movie. I like I like that not a lot of people have names. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like they're just like 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 John David Washington's character is just named protagonist. Like yeah. that's I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. He he doesn't yeah, like they don't really need him, you know, cuz like the way that Christopher Nolan, like, especially with his characters, they're often quite, like, they have, like, one one thing about them that makes them who they are, and then they're just kind of, that's where they, you know, they're like pawns in his movies. They're usually quite cold and unfeeling. Um, their conversations yeah. are yeah. quite straightforward and yep. blunt, yep. and, you know, like, it's kind of refreshing when you're, like, in an action movie to not have something so dramatic to be like, you know, the most dramatic of performances in a way, you know, like it kind of, it works with his movies. Yeah, I will definitely agree. His, uh, the, I definitely thought, um, John David Washington's character was very, was very cold, but I mean, I, I still feel like he, he, he told you a lot. Like, mm-hmm. like even, like even, even through how, how cold he how cold of a of a person he like he like gives off like you still you still kind of like feel for him and um and i i really liked uh, Rob, Robert Pattinson in this oh, as well oh my god like especially by the end tell me about it awesome i know <laughs> so good I, by the I end i came out of this movie and i was like if i couldn't love robert pattinson more Oh, and I was was just waiting for you to watch it because I was like, you know, we we already really like him, and it's just that he's so suave in this movie, and he's so like, but he's like got this kind of like um, bohemian flair to him. He's kind of like got this like rich boy don't care long hair kind of thing going on, and it just like really mm-hmm, works mm-hmm. for him, man. It just like <laughs> his personality mm-hmm. is like so good in this movie. I also liked how how this was almost like you know you said espionage earlier like an espionage spy like almost like heist film but mm-hmm. like also just like sci-fi like it's really it's it's really something different I think in Inception felt more just kind of like a heist yeah film yeah 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 um mixed with sci-fi but this was like you know it was very planned it was very structured you know mm-hmm. things went wrong but they were like process was changed um and it it definitely had a super different feel from the first half to the second half mm-hmm. like you know when things were kind of setting up i was very confused and then you know the second you have that crazy like blue and red scene with with mm-hmm. kenneth brana mm-hmm. um where he shoots with, like elizabeth to yeah yeah where he shoots and things just kind of start like the movie gets turned on its head and i was just like what like, i know I was just i was 
like in my house, like screaming at the TV, like, oh my gosh, it all makes sense now. And like, it was just, it just like hit me. Yeah. It hit me. It was just, wow. Like this was, this movie was, was very stimulating. My brain like hurt for like all of it, but it like yeah. in the best way possible. Yeah. Like in the best possible way. That's great. I'm really glad that you liked it. And I had kept this kind of secret casting in my mind um, in this movie, like, so the re- revealing who, um, who's the character's name? I just want to get it correctly. Um, sorry, there's the IMDb changed and, um, I'm trying to get to, get to the actual cast here. Oh, Sayer. Mm. So Elizabeth Debicki's husband. Yeah. He was yes. revealed to be Kenneth Branagh. And I don't think he was in, like, any of the trailers. And so... No, he wasn't. Yeah. Like, honestly, the only people in the trailer were were John David Washington and Robert Pattinson for, like, a second. Like, I, I also even forgot that Robert Pattinson was in this movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, he was in it so little. Yeah. Um, but can you... I mean, I just wanted to be there for your reaction to the fact that Kenneth Branagh was this, like, evil Russian dude. I know. Kenneth, I mean, you know how I feel about Kenneth. I love him and I hate him. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a real, it's a real back and forth. I, I thought he was, I thought he was good. I couldn't, I, I couldn't quite take him seriously because it's Kenneth. I know, but, but it was, it was but, good. It, like, worked so it was well. Good. Like, he's so it was scary. Good, but he was also kind of doofy. <laughs> yeah, like, he was scary, but he was also kind of doofy. Like, it's because just... uh, you see it and you're like, Oh my god, it's fucking Kenneth. I'm like, I'm like really? Kenneth? You couldn't have found a scarier dude? Like, I, like... I mean, I thought he was pretty pretty frightening, especially when he was like abusing was, his wife. Was. Like, oh my god, like Oh yeah, for sure. That guy's sure. freaking scariest thing. Scary. Um also I really enjoyed Excuse Aaron me. Taylor Johnson as as like that kind of um mil- military. I, I audibly went <laughs> I audibly went, Aaron Taylor Johnson, what are you doing, you son of a bitch? Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing here? I know, I, cause it, I got so excited when I saw him. It was, like, revealing over, like, the course of the movie more and more actors and people, and even though there wasn't that many people in this movie, but it was just, like, so exciting to mm-hmm. see new people, and obviously I was alone in the theater, and I, you know. I'm gasping. I'm, like, freaking this, out on my own. <laughs> this would have been a really fun movie for you and I to watch together. That That's, uh, it's quite, it's quite sad. But it was, I'm so, I'm so really glad I was able to see it. Another person I was, you know, somewhat, somewhat excited to see, um, a little bit, was, uh, was Himesh Patel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> From yesterday fame. <laughs> From yesterday, oh god, that movie! What a uh, shit show! But he's really cute. he is really cute. Really he cute. is much more attractive with his like full beard situation. Oh yeah, and oh, and let's not forget Michael Caine. <laughs> yes, Michael <laughs> Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> he was so cute. Oh, I love him. I love him dearly. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this so this isn't a Nolan movie without Michael Caine. Like you, oh, of course not. You know, of course not. Can't have a Nolan movie without Michael Caine. <laughs> You know, if you say my cocaine, it sounds like you're saying it in a, in a British yeah. accent. Yes, my, my cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so good. 
Um, Elizabeth Debicki. Oh, I also liked the. Uh, uh, oh yeah, did, she's really good. Did, were you going to talk about her? Or are you going to talk about somebody else? I'll talk about. I'll I can't even talk right now. Oh my gosh, I'm just long like, day of talking. talking about this movie. Yeah, long day of talking, and I'm just excited to talk about this movie. Um, um, yeah. Let's let's talk about Elizabeth. We're we're still talking about characters. We can kind of talk about other other aspects of the movie in a second. Um. Let's talk about let's talk about Elizabeth. So about on the second viewing of this movie, I mean, I'm a big fan of hers. Like, I really like her in. Um, she's great. I mean, I'm just she's so she's one of those actresses that's kind of there. People don't realize that she's there. I mean, she is in Widows. She's really good in that movie, but that is like a more new one. Um, she was in the, yeah, yeah. the Great Gatsby as Jordan Baker, and she was in. Um, Oh yeah, she was in Man- the Man from Uncle. She was like the bad guy in that movie. She was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that movie was like, again, you know, we talk about Guy Ritchie. He makes really good C movies. Um, he makes really, he makes really good okay movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but she's definitely a standout, and it was great to have her in this movie. It really felt like she was kind of reiterating her widow's character, though, because like it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like she was like an abused mm-hmm. wife in that too, and like really like took her life by her own hands in that movie as well um i I think it's just like something about her being so strong and tall that like you wouldn't think she would be somebody who would get herself involved in um being abused by a partner yet she is so yes before before they showed her face um and she was going to pick up her son like from school i was like that is a tall lady (laughs) like that is what i said (laughs) yeah and then I was like, then I was like, oh, it's her. <laughs> I mean, I gotta know how tall she is. I'm just gonna. Do you know she she's was also wearing heels? But yeah, she was born she's in tall. 1990. She's only four years older than us. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, she no. she is six foot two and three quarters. Damn. Uh huh. Damn. She's from a family of dancers. Her parents were both of course dancers. She is. <laughs> <laughs> and she was a ballerina as well. Of course she uh-huh. was. <laughs> don't even tell me. I already knew. <laughs> uh, don't even don't even remark. Yeah, she's she's pretty great. So so the reason so the reason this movie kind of felt like two separate halves to me was like because the first and, and it's it's still kind of it still kind of had the same editing like towards the end, mm-hmm. but it almost felt a bit more fluid, like, on, on the second half. Mm-hmm. Like, the first half was so choppy, mm-hmm. they were, like, they were just cutting to scenes, things were happening very quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then... Two-word conversations. Um, it was, like, that was, yes. that was the beginning. It was, like, a fucking Downton episode. Honestly, honestly, like, a Downton Abbey episode. <laughs> <laughs> did we both just fucking yeah, say that? Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Exactly like a Downton Abbey episode, like thing, like very very small scenes would happen. You would really get a grasp of what was happening, and then like honestly, once once that scene with Kenneth Branagh with the blue and the red happened, mm-hmm. like the movie just it just like clicked. Like I was like, I felt like I felt like I was seeing everything. Like I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god! Like when when Cat was like, oh, and then I saw some girl dive off his boat. Oh. I was like, you're the diver. <laughs> And then, like yeah. when, when like this was happening and this was happening, and then you know when he when uh when uh, uh John David Washington like goes into the inversion thingy, mm-hmm. 
I, I, I was like, oh, they fight themselves back at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, like, I just felt like I could see, I could see into the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. I was like. Because that's Cause like it was how. all set up for yeah, you. Yeah, like, it's that, it's that pincer movement that they talk about in the movie where you're like, you know, you know it forward and you know it backward. So that kind of middle moment is where you're you're unaware of what's going to happen in the future but you know what happened in the past and that's what they talk about in the movie yeah right and and it took me a bit to understand like how the things were moving forward and forward like you know normally and then and then reverse so basically do you do you move backwards until you go back into another inversion chamber to then go forward again like is it basically like once you're turned like reverse you're going reverse until you're turned back or yeah. is it like yeah or does it like wear off or something or is it like i think that's I can't, yeah because i was trying to understand how that kind of how that kind of happened when they when when the girl gets shot she she shot in the backwards time so she has yes. to be brought into the she has to be brought into the forwards time so that the bullet or it's the opposite. She she shot like with an inverted bullet, so she has to be she has to reverse the time so that the bullet will like get better and like come out of her instead of like killing her over like a, very soon. Um, and so that's mm-hmm. when they have to mm-hmm. be in the backwards time for like a week or whatever, so that she gets better. Um, and they have to like wheel her to the next inversion thing right, at the right, airport. Yeah, yeah. So, like, watching yeah. that whole situation again was a lot more illuminating the second time. But, like, yeah, you're right. You don't expect to go back to the airport with the with the Freeport thing. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I thought that was a one-time thing. Yeah, and, um, and the whole, like, situation with all that art too, and the guy just, like, noping out of there when the fire things go off. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I was like, wow, dude. <laughs> like, you said ten seconds, right? And he's like, ooh. He's like, I'm <laughs> like, out. out like, and he slips out of there. Yeah, that was, I mean, it's just like, he values the art more than a human life um, because it's worth a lot of money. But it's kind of like, it, it's just the whole, like, you know, espionage, like, spy feeling to it all too i think it just has this polish that only christopher nolan could like really bring because you know there's a lot of movies that try to be like this and there's a lot of movies that are just like they they really want to be as suave as as christopher nolan makes his his films and inception was like such a proto this movie like i feel like there's every movie that he made before this one really really like enforced his style and led to this movie you know what i mean like it's just like he's building on himself so much to get to the result of producing something that's like as crazy wild and and stylish as this one right yeah exactly um, and another another crazy scene was like kind of like the the end. There was a lot of stuff happening at like this this uh, this site mm-hmm. where we had like the red team and the the red group and the blue mm-hmm. group like kind of <clears throat> coming like co- colliding from forward and from reverse. And we kind of find out that um, obviously we should put spoilers on this before uh, before posting it um, in the in the description probably. Um, but, uh, so we find out that Robert Pattinson was kind of, like, 
Well, I mean, we learn a lot. We learn that basically John David Washington's character in the future creates this team or creates this, creates the reverse stuff, mm-hmm. right? Or no? No, he creates he Tenet. It. Um, he creates Tenet, which is the group that uses it or something. The group that is trying to fight the future from yes. destroying them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Robert Pattinson is basically his, is someone that he recruited, uh, John David Washington's character recruited in the future. And they're like, they're meeting up like in the past, basically. So does that mean, so, I mean, I, I know with Nolan, there, there's always kind of like some questions at the end and that's always fine, I guess. And you just have to kind of just be tormented <laughs> forever about it, yeah. which is fine. Um, so, but like, does that mean... Robert Pattinson is technically, like, still, well, he he came from the future, so he's still in reverse, no. or he, he's just now in the past so now? So what happens is... Forever? So, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so there's, like, a finite amount of time that somebody is living, right? So we've got, we've got Robert Pattinson's character, we know his death um, is when he stops the um, guy in, like the underground thing from dropping the, mm. um, what was it called? The, like, algorithm. The the capsule. Yeah, yeah algorithm, like, yeah. he stops him from blowing that up, I think, is, is what he basically yeah. does. And... Yeah, because we saw his backpack. We saw his little charm mm-hmm. thing. So he, like, saves okay. them. Um, comes in right. clutch at the right second by reversing himself at that moment and dying, right? Um, uh-huh. The idea that he has to kind of like go back his life is like it exists in different time zones but it's still linear to him same thing with john Mm -hmm. david washington's character the protagonist he his future of his personal future like is is producing tenant in the past so basically what robert pattinson says you've been friends with me for a long time which is just so impactful. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, so sweet. Because you notice all the things that he's done throughout the entire movie to be like, I know you're a good friend of mine. But he doesn't really yeah, say it. Was, it was a really cute, it was a really cute end scene with all of them. They're really cute. Yeah, basically, like, <laughs> the protagonist's future is creating Tenet and going back in time to um, put the building blocks together to make Tenet. Um, to, to develop it. Like, so he could, you know, go all the way back to, like, you know, say, say this is happening in 2020. He could go all the way back to 1990 and start building all this stuff together and then go back in the future and, like, just kind of keep going back and forth for the rest of his his life. Because I don't really know how aging works, but it's, like, this is his view. His, like, entire, the rest of his life will be going forwards and backwards at time all the time. Just to, like, develop stuff. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So there so there's another so there's an, probably another technology there that's that's moving them from the from the future to the past back to well, the Well, it's like future, the possibly. it's the spinny thing. It's that like you know, uh um, oh, the the inversion chamber. Yeah, the inversion chamber that like was made by um Sator because the future told him how to make those. Like the future is like they gave him all the instructions he needed to de- develop something like that. Right. Yeah. Which it's kind of weird because that whole thing was like Sator was being chosen by the future 
to destroy the world. Right, because that whole that whole grandfather paradox or whatever theory that mm-hmm. that they would that by destroying their past they would still live on or something in the future. I don't know, like some that that weird thing that came up too. Yeah, I think it's more like they wanted to destroy the future as well. Um, oh, yeah, but like it's that yeah that grand grandfather grandfather paradox thing. They wanted to like stop. World War what like three from happening ever by just kind of destroying everything. <laughs> That's you right because they were they were trying to save they were trying to save everyone from World War three from happening. Right by like that was that was kind of like by like just whole, killing everybody instead of it actually happening. Killing everyone. <laughs> I mean it's really weird everyone. and it's just like you it's a little messed up. It's it's messed up. Yeah, and then like Robert Pattinson talks about the grandfather thing and like. In his sexy way, yeah, you know. Interesting. And do we know why that when they're when they're uh, when they've been in the inversion chamber, why they have to wear the 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 masks with the yeah the, and be connected to something? The la- the girl describes it. The the soldier. She says that you can't breathe the air. Um, like you, the air particles in, in reverse. Yeah, they're like inverted from your lungs. So you have to, uh, you have to, like, breathe a certain, you have to breathe your own non-inverted air. Like, um, a, t- a tank of that instead of, instead of, like, oh. air that sucks out of your lungs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. I think that's what it is. Good. So, but they can, like, go oh, into plastic and, like, breathe their own air in the plastic, I think. Because, like, non-inverted yeah. air is being pumped into there so that they can breathe the normal air. <laughs> Good, covering covering all the bases. Good. I mean, it's just <laughs> like if the more you watch it, the like that's why watching it a second time really helped. But it just like I mean, it's still confusing, that. and like I still don't really get it. But you know, I don't I don't really care to to really like really get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to. You don't need to know the the fictional science behind <laughs> it or the the logic behind it. I mean, it just all in all, you understood what was happening in the film, and you you don't you don't really need much else. Like it's just it's the fine. way that the rules like it's when his, his car catches fire and then it freezes, like yeah, you know that's because because it was talking about like like the environment like going against itself or something mm-hmm. because it was colliding at that time or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You know, gen- yeah. generally that because like they're the opposite of what fire that is on something that's inverted is gonna is gonna freeze instead because it's, it's gonna freeze. They're like, okay, right. cool, whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure, that makes sense. Sure, 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 sure. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else i don't i can't i can't remember much of what the music sounded like um uh the music is really intense it's it's like yeah it's not as memorable as like inception inception has like mm-hmm, such mm-hmm. a good score but i think yeah, 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 yeah this one was also Hans zimmer i believe so it's got that okay. kind of um let me see it's got that like really intense like stuff um yeah, which which kind of made me think of no, Inception a little bit. No, it's not like, Hans Zimmer. Or... It's Ludwig Göransson, who also does the music oh. for Mandalorian. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, 
This guy looks exactly what you would think he would look like. He, oh, I want to see. He's got like really <laughs> long hair, curly long hair, really attractive ooh, ooh, Swedish ooh, ooh. dude. You know, just oh, okay, okay, okay. just all that. He's done a ton of movies. Music, 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 including Black Panther. <gasps> the, the the first one or the or the soon to be second one. The the first one. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Yes. Wow, he's got some beautiful, beautiful curls. I know. Jeez. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just I had to see. I had to see for myself. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you really wanted to bring up? I mean, I just I just really like this movie. It's hard it's hard for me to talk about a movie that I generally really enjoyed. I thought Elizabeth Debicki's character I mean, pretty much everything she said involved but my son. Um Yeah, yeah. And, and like that she, got she a was very bit, it got a little bit old. Like when when they were bit. in the boat, they were in the ship going backwards and they were like he's trying to destroy the entire universe and then Elizabeth DeBecky goes including my son and we're like yes including your fucking son <laughs> yeah when she said that when she said that I was like yeah but also like everyone else don't be selfish <laughs> you know right like fucking <laughs> Jesus okay take it uh, yeah, down that... notch. we get it you love your son yeah that's that that yeah that part was a little much i was like all right lady we get it you're like you're like a you're an awesome mom who loves her son we get it but yeah. like that's this is kind of bigger than you and bigger than it's bigger than everyone like it's a little bit bigger than this i know she could she like um, literally couldn't even wait to kill her husband she's like i just have to kill him like she didn't even know that it was like it was okay um, that they had saved everything. She just killed him anyway. I know. It was like this, this movie was, I, of course, like, I, I've said it enough today. Uh, I really like this movie, but uh, like everything, like having a re, like it was so, it, not consistent, but it like, it constantly like checked itself. Like when they were like, but we can't just kill him because he's wearing this thing mm -hmm. to where if they know he's dead, mm -hmm. it's gonna, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Have they really thought of everything? <laughs> Can someone just please fuck up so this can be over? <laughs> like, I was like, damn it. Like, why are you all so, so efficient? Like, stop being so fucking efficient. It's because of the temporal pincer movement, Emily, because they know what's going to happen. I know. I know. I uh, know. But I was just like, damn. Uh, I know. Well, that's how, just... like, that's kind of how a lot of Christopher Nolan movies are. They're just like, they, they, yeah. they wrap everything up, like, in a neat little bow, and you're like, Wow, everything like makes sense. The the one that I didn't love was I didn't love Interstellar. And I think it was because to me the characters were just like really unlikable, like and they made mistakes in the same kind of way that um in like Prometheus they like make really dumb mistakes and I was like mm, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. I just kind of was like you guys are smart. Like, why would you do this? You're, you're like, you know, you're a scientist. Yes, you're like scientists. Why are you, <laughs> why are you acting like this? Scientists, like, the reason yeah. they send, like, people up into space that have, like, completely clear heads is because, like, they have nothing they're thinking of other than the science, and that's it. You know, it's like, they need to focus on something more important and that's like not dying in space you know like it, everything needs to be yeah. really yeah very thought out 
every move needs to be thought yeah. out. Like, so I, I would like to give Interstellar a, a second mm-hmm, try, mm-hmm. Um, just because we watched it in in not the best not the best way. Um, yeah, didn't we like and, uh, watch a downloaded version of it or something? Like, do we not like watch it in theaters? We did. We did not watch it in theaters. That was that was um, a problem. We, we watched a very bad copy of it. You're so <laughs> like, right. We so did very that. bad. And I was um, just a lot so of people really love Interstellar, and I was just yeah, I was mad at Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I, I was mean, mad at ev- I was mad at everyone. Her character was horrible. I mean, she just made the yeah, worst yeah, choices, yeah. and you're just like, what? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's see what these, these, uh, plot, plot keywords? keywords are. I'm going to look at some trivia, but you look at the plot keywords. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the plot keywords. Um, plot keywords are, um, written by director, car chase, time paradox, ensemble cast, produced by director. Wow. We got a lot of, we got a directed by director here. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. What? Um, yeah, you, you got the, that's, that's good. All of those fit really well, but there's actually some really awesome (laughs) trivia in here. Trivia? Uh, I'll read the first one. The production team purchased and then crashed a real 747 airplane into a hangar. The stunt was all (gasps) practical effects with no visual effects or CGI. Um, what? The, 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 the effects, like practical effects, um, director is my friend from college's dad remember he he won like an oscar yes. for yeah. i think um another dinglorious bastards i, I want to say or something like that um oh really yeah because the practical effects are so fucking good that's also why i mean that's also why christopher nolan's such a good director he like knows the practical effects are really good that's why freaking mandalorian is really good <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, the second one is really cool as well, which I think is is interesting. Um, the word tenant presumably originated from the Sator Square, which is an, a name of a character in this movie, a word square containing a five-word Latin palindrome that dates back to the ruins of Pompeii. The puzzle is a five-by-five square made up of five five-letter words written in five lines. Sator, Arepo, Tenet, Opera, and Rotas. In every direction the square is rotated, these five words appear both horizontally and vertically, a property that fits the time inversion feature of the film. It is also notable that all five words appear in the film. Kenneth Branagh's character is named Sator. The forager responsible for the painting is called Arepo. The term tenant mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. the name of the organization. The opera is the location of the opening scene. And Rotas is the name of the security company. What the hell? <laughs> That's so fucking... I'm sure that some super nerd was like, oh, they all are the same. Super nerd. I, I like this a third one where it talks about the secrecy of the film. Yeah. Um, it says, there was much secrecy surrounding the project before its release. Actor Robert Pattinson said he was only allowed to read the script in a locked office at Warner Brothers Studios. His <laughs> co-star, Michael Caine, uh, wasn't even allowed to read the entire screenplay. He was given his scenes only to read before shooting. Um, prior to the movie's release, Kane told press that he had no idea what the film was about, despite being a very close friend and a frequent collaborative director, Christopher Nolan. That's, like, the best shit I've ever heard. I love that. I love that he was in that scene and he just was like, hey, uh, Michael, you know, play, play the character you always are. I mean, like, come on. 
let's be honest. Like, you don't really need to know what's going on in this movie. He he had such a small part in it. Yeah, I was. Yeah, he's fine. He was fine. <laughs> he did it. He did. He did his his part beautifully. Um, um, oh, any more? Should we move th- on? This to one's the cute. One? Um, when the coronavirus pandemic yeah. hit in the United States in spring 2020, the film score was roughly 80% finished. The only thing that really affected mm. was an orchestral session that was scheduled for April. As a result, part of the soundtrack was completed by putting together individual recordings of the musicians in their own homes. <laughs> what? Oh, get out of get here! Get out of here! That's adorable. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. And it says that Robert Pattinson wanted to use his own, he wanted to use an American accent from this English-American author and journalist. And he says he never uses his real, not an American accent, sorry, an English-American accent. He says he never uses his real London accent when playing British characters, saying, for whatever reason, it feels to me, it feels fake to me when I'm using my own accent for a role. If I just play myself on screen, I feel like a fraud. What? How does that make any sense? (laughs) I love Robert Pattinson. Oh my god, he's such a he's he's such a sweet. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad I saw him in person. Ugh. Oh man, but that was great. Yeah. Well, it, it was short, but you know, cool. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. The meta score got a 69 meta score, which you know. Sure, it's got a couple one hundreds on here, but there's some there's some low ones. Yeah, I, th- I thought it would be higher. Yeah, it's yeah. a little crazy. The, even the BBC didn't like it. I'm gonna read this the sixty that the BBC Damn. says. You have to hand it to Nolan to use the old expression. He puts the money on the screen, delivering the kind of noisy, extravagant, and fundamentally ridiculous Pulp Fiction, which reminds you why you go to the cinema. But it collapses under the weight of all the plot strands and concept stuff into it. You don't get the impression, which you usually get from his films, that every element is precisely where it should be. Some parts of it go along too long, others not long enough. It's a treat to see a really big film again, but a smaller one might have been better. Which is kind of the opposite of what you were just saying. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, I, I was a little worried about how long it was going to be when, when I was getting through the first half. Like, you know, we ordered food, so food was there, and I paused it, and I was like, oh my god, we're only halfway through. And but like, but it really picked up by the middle. Like I, like honestly, it felt like it went by super quick once it once we hit the middle. Um, and I mean, you know, I really like this movie. Not sure if I would ever watch it again, but you never know. I mean, I for some reason watching Tenet has really made me want to watch Inception again. Yeah, which I never thought I would ever want to watch Inception again. I I <laughs> so. watched that more recently. I watched that like <clears throat> um, not very long ago. Like. Maybe the beginning of the pandemic. I watched Inception again, yeah. and um, it's it's really good. But it's it's kind of like one of those things where it's like watching older Christopher Nolan movies, like watching The Prestige again, and like watching you know like Memento. Even it's like you can see the the earlier stuff isn't as polished and. You know, like, yeah. it's it's yeah. not quite gotten to the level of, like, Dunkirk, which is, like, a perfect movie. You know what I mean? Really, though. Yeah, <laughs> really, though. Yeah. <clears throat> which, and Dunkirk is, is, um, is probably, probably one of his more different than kind of what we normally get. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I don't, like, when I think of Nolan, I obviously don't, like, Dunkirk is not the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, but also very, very wonderful movie. Um. 
Let's see, is there one here that I like? Um, I like the, the, the Telegraph one if you want to read that. I think it's, okay, it's sweet. It's 100. One. Telegraph gave it a 100. Uh, the Depth, Subtly, and Wit of Pattinson. Oh, wait. Sorry. Continue. Just start over. <laughs> start over. I'm sorry. I, I can't. I can't read this first sentence. Hold on. <clears throat> the depth, subtly, and wit of Pattinson and DeBecky's performances only becomes fully apparent once you know where Tenet is going, or perhaps that should be where it's been. Still confused? Don't be. Or rather, <laughs> rather do be and savor it. There is a film that will, this is a film that will cause many to throw up their hands in bamboozlement and many more, I hope, to clasp theirs in awe um, and delight. This, yeah, I, I was, I was very, I was very delighted and satisfied by the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, it was quite, it was quite the roller coaster of emotions. Did you see my, did you see my tweet? No, what did you say? Um, I, I, d- your dad liked it. Oh, what? <laughs> That's <laughs> random. <laughs> yeah, let me see. <laughs> I I posted it pretty shortly after I told you that I that I finished it. Um, let's see. Oops, I can't spell. <laughs> Sorry, my 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 AirPods died, so I'm holding the phone up to my ear again. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> this, is, this is just gonna be my life now. What the hell? <laughs> like my AirPods don't I die this them for much. So long. What the? They're, they're, they're I think bad. you have busted have ones, ones, man. I think you they're got fake ones. AirPods because yeah. I don't see how this is happening to you so often. It's also weird that that when I tried to connect them to my phone, it said that they were Jacob's AirPods. Yeah. <laughs> like that was really I weird. I think that they're <laughs> like you got ones that somebody already owned because they. I don't know, man. I don't know. They're busted. <laughs> they're bad. I don't. I, I don't even like them that much. I, I really want to get um uh, something that I can you know put in through the bottom and just do the headphones the normal way, like I normally do, because I have perfectly good over the ear headphones that I use for <laughs> recording these with you. Um. Okay. Here's the tweet. So I wrote. <laughs> I wrote. Just finished Tenet, and it's been a while since I was confused, excited, anxious, surprised, and satisfied in one sitting. Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> Wow, that's great. That's so great. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. I'm really surprised that the meta score is low. I, 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 I very much enjoyed it. I think it deserved at least like a 75. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at, like at, at least at least on the grounds of Inception. But uh, again, it's been a while since I've seen Inception. I've only seen it once, I think, um, which really making me want to watch this and The Prestige again. I really want to watch The Prestige. Prestige is fun. Like that that one oh, is. I love that movie. So that's good. a. So that's a good one. It's <laughs> a good. It's a good one. That's a, really that's a good, good one. one. <laughs> All right. Any other last uh, last minute comments about Tenant? I, I think I'm good. I liked it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really liking. Uh, I'm really liking where where John David Washington's going. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I like him in these like espionage like like heist like badass uh, badass roles. Let, let's get more of those. Let's get more of those. I really liked him in Black Klansman. So, yeah, like that movie was so good. I I gotta watch that again. That, just, that movie was just so good. That screenplay is honestly like unmatched. It's so freaking good. <laughs> it's oh my gosh. It's 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 wow. It's just wow. I know. Uh, okay. It's so. Wild. I, I'm excited to watch some more new movies, which um, you guys we get some more to come. So, 
This is, this is great. That's all I have to say. Oh, yeah. He's going to be in Malcolm and Marie. Mm-hmm. I want to watch that mm-hmm. one, too. We've got to talk about that one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, I'm excited. Ooh, I'm mm-hmm. excited. Okay. Mm-hmm. This was... This was Tenet, everyone. If you enjoyed Tenet or you have any comments you'd like to share with us, you can you can uh, leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn. Or you could email us, allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you'd like to rate and review our show, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Uh, if you also like to listen to your podcast on Spotify, we are on there now. And... Um, and um what else notifications <laughs> if you need notifications on future episodes that we release you can follow our social media we have twitter at by the popcorn and instagram at all by the popcorn podcast we also have merch and we have a youtube channel all by the popcorn podcast just subscribe to that we plan to use that more in the future um and that is it thanks everyone for listening thanks for listening everybody bye goodbye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.